0: And welcome to the Feel Good Brands Podcast, the show that shines a spotlight on brands that make life better. My name's Sarah, and on this month's podcast, I'm joined by Tim from Full Circle. Hi Tim. Hello. Thank you so much for joining us today. How are you?
1: I'm very good, thank you. Very good.
0: Good, good, good. So As we gear up to festival season, we've been really looking forward to chatting to you and hearing more about Full Circle and how you guys are helping to make festivals and camping and glamping um, that bit more environmentally friendly. So for anyone listening who hasn't heard of Full Circle, can you tell us a little bit about the business and what inspired you guys to start it all up?
1: yeah so um so full circle so so we we've made um eco-friendly hygiene packs um basically for the outdoor market so within that so it's basically essential items that anybody going to a festival uh, outdoor adventure camping glamping can basically use to keep clean um why we started the business and what inspired us? Um, yeah, so, so basically I, I used to go to a lot of festivals myself when I was younger, you know, obviously in, in my youth. Um, you kind of go to Secret Garden Party in Glastonbury um, and you buy these kind of travel products. Um, and, yeah, you sort of have difficulty getting yourself out the field on a, on a Sunday night, let alone uh, all of your items. So, yeah, yeah. so ultimately... You know, we we kind of thought, what, what can we do to help? And I think with all the awareness, obviously, Sir David Attenborough and Blue Planet and, and now Netflix, Our Planet, um, you know, plastic and single use has really come to, to the fore and, and the, the impact and damage it's having on our environment uh, globally. And I think this is kind of heightened at festivals. Uh, I think a couple of years ago we saw... The, the double page spread of the Reading and Leeds festival uh, in, in one of the tabloids, which, you know, it looked like Armageddon. I think you could see it from the M4. Yeah. Um, and so, and so really, I, obviously my previous experience uh, of, of being part of the problem, you know, magnified by all of this media attention and the festival market in the UK is, is huge. I think there'll be about 14 million people that will go to a UK festival uh this year and at the end of the day it's just a huge amount of people going to stay in a field that normally is is cow food um and and at the end of the day they they're living in that field for for an amount of time so so what what we thought is 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 what can we do to help um and and the the idea of of full circle is um they're all vegan friendly, um, uh, non-animal tested, um, all made in the UK. Um, and the idea is that it's actually, they're, they're reusable. So people take them to the festival in a nice little jute bag. They can use a toothpaste. Um, we've got a no rinse body wash. So, uh, again, the festival, uh, showers at these festivals are pretty grotty. Yeah. Something that that we've got that, that's completely just down to us is, um, a no rinse body wash so you can actually wash from the comfort of your own tent
0: how 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 does that actually work
1: yeah so 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 basically it doesn't need running water to to wash off so we've got a bamboo um viscous towel uh, and what you do is you can just dampen the towel with a bit of sort of water uh you know drinking water yeah and you put the no rinse body wash on and then you can wash whatever you want to wash from your tent and you don't need running water to have it off so it's so it's
0: incredible it's, and you, you feel fresh afterwards
1: yeah completely fresh so it's it's a, it's a citrus burst smells absolutely beautiful um and yeah so so basically all of our products you can use within the tent so even the toothpaste is kind of a, an organic natural toothpaste um so you know it's it's not kind of a cold gate that, that you you spit out on the floor, and there's it kills an otter downstream or something like that. It's uh, yeah. it's all made of natural products. No,
0: no nasty so, yeah. chemicals.
1: No, no nasty chemicals. So so you know so the idea is that ultimately it's not excess. It's essential items. It's it's just enough um, for for sort of three nights, four days, which is pretty much the maximum of what festivals are um but then what you do is you you bag it back up and you take it home so not only is it kind of good for the environment but the festivals also will really like it because it, it's not waste that they're having to get rid of um and the reason why we went no rinse um is i, I went to uh, an event not this year last year and it was the greener innovation festival and innovation conference and um So we had the idea for for the festival pack and eco-friendly, but one of the key speakers was a water expert. And um, he basically wrote all the legislation for sort of, you know, movable water for events and festivals and things like this. So he was very knowledgeable. And getting water on and off site is a huge environmental factor, but it's also a huge time cost uh, for the festivals, so you can imagine, two hundred and ten thousand people in Glastonbury. You know, the festivals have to get enough water on that they can all yeah. wash, drink, shower, toilet the whole lot. But then what they've got to do is they they've got to dispose of that afterwards. So it's called grey water, which is a huge expense. So obviously, I came up with the idea of well, what happens if we could make it waterless. Wow. Well, then ultimately, if you had two hundred and ten thousand people at Glastonbury with this pack. They wouldn't need showers. Yeah, the environmental benefits, but also the cost saving for the festivals is is huge. Um, so obviously, you know, the, the 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 more people that kind of do this, the better, really.
0: Yeah. So- God, that is that. That's incredible, especially those those kind of, sort of stats and thoughts surrounding surrounding that water. I just don't think that people are necessarily aware. So it is a bit of a kind of awareness and education job as well. I guess. yeah, it is, and,
1: and and the reality is, you know, even these kind of porter showers and 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 sinks and stuff that you have at festivals, there's a huge amount of overspill so you know that that's the environmental impact you're never going to keep this kind of water with shampoo and body wash and conditioner and toothpaste you know in the shower or in the sink yeah. uh, ultimately it does seep into to to the local environment the field and waterways
0: yeah um
1: so you know and, and again i to be honest i never really used to uh to visit the showers when i was younger it was you know three days you can just have a good laugh <laughs> you, can, you can cope paper. with it <laughs> uh, yeah so um but but i think the demographic of festival goes has changed i think it's actually um i mean we're doing a lot of the vip um tents at glastonbury you know it's it's the ticket the prices for tickets have gone up a lot and and i think it's it's kind of a lot of festivals are more geared to to middle age and, and older and families. Yeah, and and I think the days of kind of not washing and grotty showers is um, you know, is 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 kind of moving away. So um, are
0: those those VIP festival goers? Are mm. they engaged with? environmental issues are they are your are your packs resonating with them
1: yeah they are yeah definitely so I, I think you know they really like the brand so so we we're providing vip packs for for two of the vip sites in glastonbury um and you know it's just obviously if you're spending a lot of money uh you know they they've they sort of walk in and there's a nice little full circle pack on the pillow yeah um and yeah so so it it, it does resonate really well with them i think i think the brand is is quite strong um and and yeah the the products are really high quality so yeah that that resonates well but you know it it, it sort of transcends i would say obviously the, the 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 kind of camping general ticket holders because they don't have to visit the showers yeah and then obviously it's a really nice kind of luxury product so it can sit on a on a you know boutique um you know sort of glamping pillow
0: yeah um so tim just on the personal side um of the business yeah um you are a husband and wife team how does that feel having a business together and being married any challenges
1: yeah i mean we we um so yeah, we, we had a business before this, which we worked in. Um, and yeah, I I think me and Amy are a really good team. We sort of, we are opposites. So, um, you know, I'm, I'm a kind of fly by the seat of my pants sales guy and, and, and she's more of a kind of operational, you know, head on her shoulders kind of person. So we, we do complement each other. Um, you know, we do have to kind of set rules that, you know, we don't, talk about it in certain times because you know when we launched our, our other business which we've had since February 2014 um you know it is all consuming and you you do have to make sure that you can switch off so so um yeah when we walk through the door at night it's kind of like no shock but yeah it, it we we work really well together so, so when
0: when you take Amy out for her birthday lunch today will yeah. you be discussing business no 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 <laughs>
1: No, we won't. I think, um, yeah. No, we, we we're, we're pretty good at sort of switching off. I mean, I'm I'm probably more as things pop in my head. I try. And then she kind of shuts me down. <laughs> uh, so so uh, I have to sort of make a note of it. And then in our allotted time per day, we, we can have a conversation about it. You
0: will bring up that idea yeah, at, your, yeah. a, at the set time. Yeah. Well, yes, that, sounds, that sounds sounds. like that is the way that you guys make it work. So yeah, that's, it, that, that sounds good. So just um, back to, I guess, kind of waste generation um from festivals you've talked um quite a bit about sort of environmental um impact that waste generation has um how did you sort of go about building the full circle brand and actually launching it to the festival industry
1: so we had the idea um and i went to that green innovations and event conference and i kind of you know, sat there and listened. I didn't really want to give the idea away or, or ask any questions, but I just sort of took in what you know the the, the festival owners' challenges were. And then what we did was um, we did quite a bit of research. Um So so we we did some market research via, via email. Uh, I think we shoted. We've got a database of about twenty two thousand uh, people. So we engaged with. Uh, all of those basically said look are you festival goers you know would you be keen on you know answering a few questions and and we'll give you a little prize Um, and yeah I think we ended up engaging with about 120 um, weekend festival goers And, and we basically just said to them look you know we didn't tell them the idea because we wanted to get a true understanding of of you know what their behaviors were and what the needs were, so so we basically said, you know, what is your hygiene routine? Um, you know, and the vast, vast majority said they buy travel stuff, it's plastic, not sure whether it's reusable, and they leave it at the festival. Yeah, you know yeah. that was literally like ninety eight percent. So we then went back and went, well, what if there was this on the market?" Eco-friendly, UK-produced, non-animal-tested, vegan-friendly. You know, two pound per pack goes to charity. Delivered to your door, bosh, 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 and um, and literally all of them. Uh, and we even put the price point in there. Um, and again, I think it was it was something like eighty-five percent said, yeah, we'd buy it. And, and then and then we sort of started thinking about brand name uh, and message. Um, And we work with a really good sort of creative agency local, um, local to here that we've worked with on a previous business. And, yeah, they just they just kind of got it. So I just sat down with them, me, Amy, uh, sat down with them and said, look, this is the business. These are the products. This is what we're looking to do. And, And so we came up with full circle. So Planet Positive Products. Um, and actually launching it to the to the festival market, we, we took a stand at the Association of Independent Festivals Conference, which was in Sheffield of uh, November last year. Right. I think there was something like 65 festival owners or, or organisers. Uh, and I think there's about 300 festival guys that, that work within the sector and, and the response was phenomenal. So we I think we had about 100 sample packs. We had a little stand. We had a couple of little pop-ups. And it was still a concept at that point. You know, obviously, if it had bombed, you know, amongst the industry. Um, but, yeah, literally. So we're working with about 20 festivals. Um, we're working with the UK's largest ticket reseller, festticket.com. Um, and, yeah, we even had one of the key speakers who was a lady who got the pack and then went up on stage on her talk, held it up and went, look, people need to be doing more like this. Um, incredible. And, and she was one of the speakers. She was absolutely brilliant. She was like an eco-warrior um, within the festival scene. So um, she was like, oh, can I take one of these and, and sort of basically hold it up. In, in my incredible. Pool. Yeah, You know, so, we
0: must have been thrilled. Yeah.
1: So it, it went really, really well. And then obviously off the back of that, we, we thought, right, you know, we've got a goer here. Um, and, it, you know, when you start something, you think, oh, you know, it's going to be very, well, you hope it's going to be very simple, but um, because we wanted to create our own brand, I mean, for me, um, brands are so important. You know what they stand for, what they're trying to achieve, building that rapport with your customers, um, and, and taking them on that journey. So for us, it was really important to build a brand. Rather, I mean, anybody can sort of stick twenty products in a bag and and stick it on Amazon. You know, all, all you're doing really there is you're just a fulfillment company for lazy people that can't be bothered to go down to boots or something. Um, so, so for us, it, it was. About building a brand, but then we had to go to uh, big manufacturers, so and, and order quite big quantities. So we're dealing with um, probably about seven different manufacturers, uh, all UK-based, that are providing us our toothpaste, toothbrush, no rinse antibac towels, toilet paper. Yeah, um, and,
0: and they've obviously got fantastic environmental credentials. Yeah, yes, yeah. well. so that
1: was part of the criteria. Yep. Yeah. So, so obviously they've got to have the same standards that we have. So, you know, non-animal tested as a company. Uh, obviously, they manufacture everything in the UK, which was important. Um, so, yeah, they're, they're they're good guys. I mean, you know, nothing ever runs smoothly. We, we, you know, there's a few hiccups here and there, but you know, we we we've got there. Um, and, and the packs are now ready. So this week, they're actually, um, the first thousand are going out to our customers who are pre-ordered. Wow. So, yes, we, we've sold a thousand already. Um, so they will literally be going in the door and then straight out the door the same day.
0: That must feel so good. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it would be nice to, um, you know, we, we've had some really nice reviews because we, we've sent an er, early batches of, of um We've sent early batches to, to, to people that have had festivals. Um, a couple of customers said, look, is there any chance we can have our, ours early? Which we did. And we've had some really good reviews. So I think we've got about 18, 19 reviews or five stars at the moment. That is awesome. Um, so, yeah, yeah. You know, it's, it's, it's pretty decent.
0: That is so cool. So obviously, zero waste is at the heart of Full Circle and everything that you you guys do, which is what we love um, about the brand and your and your proposition. What would you like to see more brands doing to help the environment? Um, I mean,
1: I, I I think you know, obviously, the population is is swelling, um, and we live in a a, a sort of a quick disposable culture um, of, of cheap and dispose. So, you know, I, I, I think more around the kind of reusable, um, you know, it was only my dad the other day that he sort of said, Oh, back in the fifties, they literally used to walk into a shop with a paper bag and they used to get their the biscuits and the cakes and the pasta yes. and this and that in a paper bag. And, um, and and I think it is going that way. I, th- I think it is definitely going that way. I think Morrison's of the first supermarket that has basically launched, you know, non-plastic fruit and veg. Yeah. You know, so I, I, I just think understanding, you know, what, what the problem packaging is um, and, and, and trying to work around it, you know, maybe from a clothing point of view, you know, maybe going back to, to buying more quality you know, yeah. spending a little bit more and having more uses rather than the kind of, you know, I mean, you, not to name, but your Primarks and your, and your this and exact that. fashion. Exactly, which is brilliant, but it's kind of, you know, you pay a fiver for a T-shirt, you wear it once, you twice, it's not the same quality, and you chuck it in, whereas you spend 40 quid on a T-shirt, you know, that that lasts you years and years sort of thing. So, um, yeah, I, I think it is, it is definitely, you know, I think society's changing uh, to it. There's a lot more kind of refill shops opening up where you kind of take your jars in uh, of of your pasta and your bits and pieces. Um, So I I think we are going that way. And I think Waitrose have, I think, just launched a a refill concept of, of, of some kind. So um, yeah, so
0: it's about sort of consumers putting that pressure onto the big the, the retailers and the big brands. Yeah,
1: without a doubt. I mean, you know, at, at the end of the day, the consumers hold all the power. You yeah. know, manuf- manufacturers and retailers, they, they just flog boxes on, on what is demand. You know, the, at the end of the day, if everybody turned around tomorrow and went, we are not going to buy anything plastic, you know, <laughs> supply would stop instantly. Yeah, yeah. You know, that, that's the reality of it. So I think I think the power is with the consumers to to, to, to look at what they can do. And, and obviously, you know, sometimes you do sit there and think, oh, little me is not going to make a difference. But the reality is if everybody thinks that, well, then you're not. But if everybody thinks, right, I'll just look after my own house, and if everybody looks after their own house, well then the big picture takes care of itself.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: So, you know, I, I think I think it, it can start at home and if everybody can just become a bit more conscious and, and you know, we, we're we an example of that. I mean, obviously we've got three kids, two of us uh, and, and, and we used to use a hell of a lot of plastic shampoo and conditioner and this and that. But obviously Amy's now flipped us to bars of soap for your hair and... You know, uh, we literally our waste has just reduced significantly. You know, we don't buy plastic bottles anymore for um, shampoo or conditioner or any of that anymore. So it, it's um, about yeah. making
0: making small small changes yeah. at home and having that bigger ripple yeah, effect.
1: Yeah. yeah, and I think if everybody does it, it will. Um, yeah, the bigger picture takes care of itself.
0: Yeah, that's that that make, that makes good sense. So. Yeah. Just another, another quick question. So you and Amy are passionate about giving back. Um, can you tell us about the work you've been doing with your two chosen charities and what inspired you to choose those two?
1: Yes. Yeah, so so there, there, there's two two charities that we feel are, um, you know, very close to what we do and they're, they're doing fantastic work. So the first is uh, the Raw Foundation, uh, an incredible lady called Melinda Watson. Um, and she's basically, you know, her and her foundation are trying to rid the world of um, basically single use uh, plastic um, and she's the first lady to track plastic through Africa and fully documented it. Um, and off the back of that, she uh, has just come back from a recent trip uh, tracking plastic down the Amazon. And what is interesting about that is that um, the, the the people living in the Amazon have now had to start drinking bottled water because the pollution from the Western world is contaminating their water. So, so, you know, these guys that are minding their business, you know, doing, you know, just natural awesome, uh, and now actually having to, to conform with what we're doing that is ruining the planet because we've, you know, contaminated their water. and, And basically, you know, I mean, Melinda was horrified by the amount of, um, plastic, you know, in remote Amazon. Um, that is just basically washing downstream uh, from all the big cities. Um, so yes, yeah, so, so so these guys are brilliant. They're massive within the festival sector, which again is is obviously quite relevant to us. Um, so they've got a big campaign, drastic on plastic, and and that actually drove, you know, the likes of Shambhala, Glastonbury to ban single use plastic. So um, she's basically got, I think, almost every festival. To, to basically eradicate single use plastic by 2021 within their festival. Wow. So um, yeah, incredible, incredible lady. Um, so, so yeah, so we support the, her work there um, with obviously donations per pack. Um, and then the other one is Charity Water. So these guys, um, you know, fantastic charity, started in New York uh, by a fellow called Scott Harrison um and so we we deal obviously with them but also their their london uh hq but they're really really interesting territory i mean they haven't been around for i think they've been around you know maybe about six years or something like that but they've kind of gone astronomical um and basically they they help people um who have no water by building uh wells and stuff So at the end of the day, water is everywhere, but there's still 633 million people uh, in the world that don't have access to clean water. Um, And there were an interesting charity that um, so basically 100 percent of their operating costs are run by something called the well. So it's wealthy individuals that basically support the charity. So their money doesn't go into the field. So 100% of donations go to the field. So if you donate 10 quid, 10 quid goes 100% to the field because the operating costs of the charity are, run, are basically covered by wealthy individuals. And, yeah, so it's, it's really incredible. So obviously what, what they can do is, is um, you know, between seven and a half thousand and ten thousand pounds basically can put a, a, a community well, which, which helps a whole village. A clean water, and what they can do is they can track basically where people walk the most for their water. So, for example, you know, me and my wife were at a, an event with them in London a couple of months ago. So, so basically, there, there's an area in Nepal where, um, and it's the women that walk for the water. So the men are off at work. Women walk for water. Uh, so therefore, the kids get no education. They get no looking after. Um, you know, really sad. So. I think this area in Nepal, it's something like around eight hours a day, the women are walking to get water. And obviously the Himalayas, they're, they're not flat. So that's eight hours up and down uh, every single day. And the water that they're getting is pretty much brown. You know, it's, it's horrific. Um, so, so what they can do is they can then sort of strategically put in wells. And then what they can do is track the timing. So this particular area, they put in over 300 wells. They've reduced the walking time from eight hours to like one to two hours. But what they can also do is track with the hospital the reduction in deaths down to like typhoid and things like that, dysentery. So what they've also done is reduced the amount of deaths by 75% within three years because of clean water. That is
0: incredible.
1: So, But but what we're doing is obviously per pack we're donating uh, to Charity Water. So our objective this year is to fund four entire community water projects and each customer um, basically gets put into a project so obviously the first x amount sold going to project one once that's completed we then give the money to charity water they go off and start building the well but we get three monthly reports so every three months we send all our customers within that project to report so they can see the impact their money's having at the end of 12 to 18 months, dependent on the complexity of the project, uh, they will then get a completion report. They will get a Google tracking code. They'll get a nice video of the water coming out and spouting everywhere. Um, and it, and it's an incredible. I mean, we watched a video of them striking water and the whole village come and see, and it's incredible. It must uh,
0: be kind of emotional to watch that,
1: actually. Yeah, it, it is. It is. And so you and, know and, it's
0: saving lives yeah
1: well like big time as well i mean that they've they've i mean i think they they something it's around seven million people they've given clean water for up until this point and so the idea is obviously if we are doing you know all right and, and and the way we hope to go um our kind of dream is to actually send some customers from each water project out to go and see them like in action um so for each project we will sort of you know sort of circulate th- those customers within that ring fence and then you know in 18 months time it's all complete you know if if we are doing the way we hoped you know we could maybe pick two lucky winners out of the hat and say you know Sarah would you like to go and see you you're your well in Tanzania all expenses paid will fly you out there awesome and uh, they can go and see that
0: and it'd be really not, like you could sort of document that and yeah just be a really <laughs> a really great story yeah
1: so yeah so, so that's so they're the two charities obviously we feel they're quite you know so we're trying to reduce water consumption on one hand and then we're trying to give water on the other hand and then obviously our whole pack is about reducing uh, single-use plastic uh so hence with with raw foundation
0: two incredibly worthy charities thank yeah. you very much for talking yeah. us through that tim okay. Just on to exclusives. I don't know if you can give us any um, info <clears> here, um, but we've got a couple of questions. Are you looking to sort of come out with any new products at Full Circle, or do you still feel your early days?
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm always working on things. Um, so, so yeah, I mean, obviously, that you know, we are still very young. So for for this summer is absolutely kind of solidifying our position. Uh, within the festival and outdoor market with with you know and selling the packs that we've manufactured um but you know ultimately we're going to have thousands and thousands of customers uh, and are eco-minded so so we've we've definitely got um a next a next phase which i can't say um because i don't want anybody nicking the idea so so yes we'll do do
0: another podcast and you can you can reveal your exclusives
1: so towards sort of uh, back end of the year, there, 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 there will be something um, exciting happening. So we we still... will
0: watch watch this space. Yeah. And you've talked us through the, the, your fantastic two charity partnerships. Are you looking to work with any more charities?
1: Um, at, at the moment, uh, not, um, because, you know, we really want to sort of make an impact with these guys. Um, we are still very small. Um, so, so for us, it's it's just about doing some really great work with these guys, um, and yeah, I mean, who who knows what the future holds? But um, yeah, for for, for now and the foreseeable, it's these two.
0: Yeah, a few quick fire questions just to round yep. us off. So, apart from obviously um, encouraging people to to take their full circle packs with them what is your best tip or advice for festival goers if they want to be more eco-friendly um i mean i, I just
1: think only take essential items um you know if if, if you go into a festival just just pack light um you know you, you you don't need to take just stuff that you're going to leave there or, or you're not going to use and and I just think just just be a bit conscious as to what you buy um if, if there are eco-friendly alternatives um you know purchase them and and just make sure that you know you take everything home with you on a sunday night don't don't leave it on on the field um it, it's just it's not great for the environment it's not fair on the the festival goers i mean you know you, you just got to treat it treat it as if it was your home for the weekend and and um yeah, to just take everything home. Um, you know, the, the, these guys are going to a hell of a lot of effort to, to put the festival on and everything like that. And and so, yeah, you, you've just got to, um, yeah, leave it as you found it.
0: Great advice. Your husband and wife team, who's the boss when it comes to decision-making, <laughs> Amy or Tim?
1: I, th- I think we all know the the, the women <laughs> are the boss. Um, yeah, so... so um, you know, like, like I said at the start, so sort of Amy's got a real pragmatic sort of level head, um, and you know, I, I, I think, yeah, probably Amy.
0: <laughs> and one final question: yeah. You guys are clearly off to some festivals this year. You must be. Which ones?
1: Um, well, we've been invited to, to, to a few festivals. I mean, I, I, I like the sort of look of festival with, with Rob the Bank. Um, obviously we're, we're a family. I like the look, like the look of sort of Shambhala. So I think it's those type of festivals. We also live down in Broadstairs, which, um, is on the coast of Dreamland. I don't know if you have heard of that down in Margate, but that that's made a, a, a real resurgence. So we, they're putting on a load of really good events and and sort of family events as well. So the because kids will
0: be in tow. Yeah, yeah, exactly.
1: So um, you know, we've been to a few music festivals with with Henry. Izzy. Uh, Ada's only three, so she's she's a little bit too young for the for the um, for the kind of gigs, but she, she'll certainly be coming along to something this summer. But yeah, we've we've been to a few good nights at, at Dreamland, Norman Jay, and we've got Rudimental coming up, and and there's some there's some really good things there. So uh, yeah. I'm sure we'll be going to quite a few.
0: Definitely a fun summer ahead. Yeah. Well, Tim, thank you so much for chatting with us today. It's been really, really great to meet you. And we wish you and Amy lots of continued success on your journey with Full Circle.
1: Brilliant. Really nice to speak to you. Thank you.